0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. Today is episode 57 and we're talking about your customer journey. So grab a pen and paper and get ready because this is an active podcast today. And in case you're following along in our business basics series, this is episode four and we just have one more to round that out and then we'll move on to another topic. So thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you guys are ready to dive in to this customer journey. This is one of the one of the topics that is probably most overlooked in that I find um in marketing, especially when entrepreneurs are running their own marketing and then come to me for the first time. And I think it's overlooked because we get so caught up in the minutiae of our marketing, like the messages we're posting on social media, or, you know, the actual recording of your podcast or, promoting your YouTube channel or whatever the case may be, Um, and we often overlook the fact that that's just the beginning of our relationship with our customers. And so the customer journey is a path you create for your customer to get to your final destination, whatever that is. Depending on your business, it'll be different. It'll look different for everybody. And I like to call it a customer journey. Some people call it a sales funnel. Um, For the purpose of today, we're gonna keep our customer journey pretty basic like everything else. I consider a sales funnel to be a little more in depth, but the funnel analogy does help us visualize that. So if you're following along, it may be helpful for you on your, your sheet of paper or wherever you're doing this to actually create a funnel. You can also do this in a linear way linear way (laughs) and you can um just put like item one and then draw an arrow to the next one it's however your mind works best um we will be doing i do think creating a map or a path of some kind whether it's a funnel or a you know a linear map um that's up to you so get that stuff ready and the reason why this is so important and why i'm dedicating an entire episode to this is because it It really puts you, the business owner, entrepreneur, um, creative, in charge of your customer relationships. And it takes all of the guesswork out of how or where you'll find your clients and instead puts your marketing to work by creating a path that leads your clients to you. So that's what marketing does, right? Marketing is how we generate the interest, awareness, loyalty, trust, um, in our target audience and for our business. And so marketing, we really want our marketing to work for us. It is an activity. It is a dedicated part of our business that we have to do. And the reason we do it is so we can get paying clients at the end of the day. So we can find more of our ideal client. Now we do have exercises and past episodes on the podcast, and you can check them out on IGTV to discuss your target audience to discuss things like goal setting and mission statement because you're going to want to have those things figured out before our customer journey today. You need to um, really, really understand who you're talking to so that your funnel can start where they are. If your target audience is on Facebook, then it, it doesn't make sense for you to focus primarily on Instagram this is just for right now, right? And I'm assuming you're in the beginning phases of building your business or you're at a point in time where you're growing and kind of trying to level up a little bit so you're starting to get more specific with things. And getting specific is what helps you focus your attention on one certain place and then test and see if things are working. So We're going to get started in our exercises today. It's basically a series of questions um, that will lead you to the next question, which will lead you to the next one, um, in turn, getting you to think about every step of your customer's journey to working with you and every step in their journey of building a relationship with your brand. So The first thing, here we go, guys. You can pause now and get your, your writing tools ready, but the first thing you need to do is ask yourself what's the end goal here so if you envision if you're doing a funnel you want to envision the base of the funnel where are all the customers if it's like water where are all the customers running to at the bottom what's the goal Um, where do all of your marketing activities lead your clients Now, again, depending on your business, the answer will be different here. So, for example, for me and my business as a marketing coach, the base of my funnel where I want all, you know, all my marketing activities to lead is to monthly one-on-one marketing coaching with my clients. And for some of you, it may be group coaching or group training. For some of you, it may be purchases in your online shop or your physical shop Or maybe if you're a nonprofit, it's becoming you want the people you interact with ultimately to become monthly donors or on the flip side of of the nonprofit industry to become regular, you know, being assisted by the services you provide as a nonprofit to a specific community. So you want to ask yourself first, what's the end goal here? And then it's critical because everything else you do... From there, we'll back up from there. So we're going to start there at the end. What's my end goal? And this will change as your business grows. Like right now, my goal is one-on-one coaching. Um, If I got to a point where I was completely booked with one-on-one coaching, then that would have to change, right? So my goal is to get completely booked up with one-on-one marketing coaching on a monthly basis. And then at that point, I'll probably have to readjust the end game and change it to something like group coaching or add in different ways to serve my clients if I'm fully booked with one-on-ones. All right, so once you've answered that question, then I want you to ask yourself, where do your customers start so we we just a second ago we're at the base of the funnel if you're doing it this way or we were all the way on the right hand side if you're creating a line map Um, i feel like there's a better name for that that i can't think of right now so i apologize but like if you're gonna put step one in a little box and then draw an arrow and then step two so we were all the way on the right the last step on that on that line the last box in that line um and now we're going to the first one so we're going to ask ourselves where do my customers start what's at the top of my funnel what's square one first base and a good um reference point for this is how did they hear about me did they find me on social media if you don't know ask them it's okay to ask your customers or your new clients like, "Hey, how did you hear about me?" And I do that all the time. I ask people, you know, "How did you hear about me?" when they book a consultation, and I ask them, you know, "What makes you think or why do you think you're you're ready for marketing coaching? What prompted you to call today?" Because that really helps you understand the why of your consumer. And then to make sure, again, the empathy component of marketing and the target audience piece that you understand where they're coming from and what's driving them to take action with you in your business. So the first question is, what's the end goal of your marketing, your customer journey? The second question to ask yourself is, where is my customer starting? And that, so what's the top of your funnel? How'd they hear about you? How are you generating awareness? For a lot of us, I think that answer is gonna be social media. Maybe you're less active on social media and you're way more active in networking. So networking could be a good top of the funnel. But I think especially with COVID right now, I feel like social media is just going to be the most popular one. Um, but you decide this. So this is going to be broad, right? The top of the funnel. The top of a funnel is broad. So this is like where eyes are on you, where people are getting to know a little more about you. You're sharing some value. They're learning about who you are and what you do in the world. All right. So then number three, after they hear about you, what do you want them to do next? So this is where things start to get a little shaky, right? We tell them all about us, we introduce ourselves, we introduce our business, and then we don't lead them to the next step. So if you have a podcast, if you have a YouTube show, if you have any sort of other content, maybe you have a blog or a monthly newsletter, um, you need to tell people what to do next. Reinforce it all the time. Assume that your first message got lost in this awesome that is social media. Repeat yourself. Assume that there are new eyes looking at your stuff. So it helps to repeat yourself there too. So remind them hey, if you like what you see here, make sure you check out my podcast. Hey, if you like what you see here, my YouTube show drops every Saturday. And it, that's where it helps to be consistent. With your, if you what I like to call a cornerstone piece of content, so something like a podcast that you release every Monday, so people can look forward to it, and people can talk about it, and they say, "Oh, well, Miranda releases a podcast every Monday," which is not true. And honestly, if you are looking for an example of consistency, um, I think to some degree I am consistent. I have waves, and that's been something that I am working on in my business too. And so I kind of go in spurts, which is why these series are helpful for me because I can go on short spurts. And then you just know like another one's coming. So we did build a one page marketing plan and then we are currently doing business basics. And then I'm not sure what I'll do after that. But um, I think it'll probably be something around boundaries after this. All right. So after they learn about you on social media, if that's step two, step three is where do you want them to go next? And then telling them to do it over and over repeating yourself and reminding repeat and remind all right maybe you just heard me type that cuz i made a note <laughs> and then step 4 once they've gotten to so let's say they checked out your podcast and they like what you have to say on there and they think like oh okay she's pretty cool i could Trust her, I could work with her, I could buy from her, maybe give her some money. What do you want them? So once they've gotten to know you and the value you deliver, how can they learn more about working with you? Would they visit your website? Would they, if you have a physical location, maybe they're just gonna do a a drop-in or um, attend like a pop-up shop? So once they've gotten to know you and the value you deliver, how can they learn more? A lot For a lot of us, that will be the website. And then step number five, if they like what they see on your website and they're ready to commit to hearing from you more often, they're ready to give you permission to sell to them, what's the next step? Some of you will have an email opt-in, like um, sign up for my newsletter to stay up to date, and you'd be the first to know about, you know, my seasonal launches, my next line of clothes, my next line of candles, my next line of earrings. Some of you, maybe if you're, especially if you're service based, um, but I know a lot of creators as well that have freebies. Some of you may have a freebie as your email opt-in. So it wouldn't just say sign up for our newsletter. It would say give me your email so you can get these five tips for how to take care of your candles and with that you've given permission to me to market to you and you've received something of value in return or maybe it's a free consultation. Now these are things you can play with on your website, right? So these are things you will have to Play with and promote and share and test and analyze to see how they're working with your audience. I have had multiple different freebies before. Um, It all all just depends on your audience. And so you want to make sure that if you're offering something on your site as a freebie, that it does deliver value. Okay, so once they've committed and now they trust you because they've signed up for the freebie on your website. They've given you their email. You have an, you know, email list that works and or a funnel of some email series, you know, so once they've completed the freebie, you say, "Hey, thanks for signing up for this. You know, once you're done with this, the next step is and this is where you can ask for initial, an initial service. This is where you offer your initial service, services or how they can pay you. So this is where you ask for the sale because um, now they trust you. They're committed to you. They've given you some of their information. You've given them lots of information, lots of reasons why to believe and trust what you're saying. And so now you ask for the sale and you say, um, okay, okay. You know, you've, you've done all these things. The next step is to, so in my case, after my freebie, then the next step is a free consultation. So then we can say, hey, let's chat. Nice to meet you. We haven't met yet, but we've been learning more about each other. And then at my consultation is when I ask for the sale because in that amount of time I'm able to determine so I do free 30 minute consultation so I'm able to determine what the best fit is based on my I only have a couple service offerings so again keep it super simple so either I have monthly coaching and I have a jump start service I recommend most people depending on where they are to start with the jump start now I do have lots of clients that come from workshops and um areas where maybe the jumpstart had already been completed in some way, shape, or form. And so then, you know, they get to obviously go straight into monthly coaching. <clears throat> so then you ask for the sale. And then once they've paid you, so we're on to number seven now. So number six was how can they pay you and asking for the sale. Number seven, once they've paid you and they'd like to keep working with you, what's next? So this is... Especially if you, I think in the service industry, this may be a little easier to understand because a lot of you have recurring services. But if you make a product, um, something like jewelry or you have a, a shop or a boutique, you want repeat customers. So how do you keep that customer happy and loyal and coming back to you for you know, think about all of the holidays in their life or all of the the gifts they can give. So maybe they're not shopping with you repeatedly for themselves, but repeatedly for gift giving or some other contribution. So um, what's next? And then number eight, now that they're a loyal and happy customer, how can they spread the word? What's the goal? So this is where you have to say, not be afraid to say ask for a review ask for testimonials let them know that you appreciate and pay attention to those things and that if they're a loyal and happy customer and they want to know how they can help your business they can share some more information about you on social media they can tag you and post photos on social media give you a little shout out um, they can tell their friends about you. Word of mouth is still the number one, the best and number one marketing tool out there. Word of mouth, because people trust people. If you think about like we were hiring some contractors lately, you know, and you go to the next door app and you can see the contractor, get reviews or um, like firsthand feedback from people who will say like, oh, I use this roofer and he was great, you know, and then you can check them out. People leave reviews on Google. If you go to a resta- restaurant or you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, one of the best ways to provide feedback to your server or to let them know that they did a great job, aside from tipping, of course, would be to leave a good review on the website. Even um, you know, sending the the manager, or contacting the restaurant directly, and saying, "Hey, I had the server last night, and they were phenomenal," and just letting them know, we're so quick to publicly critique and give feedback on the things we don't like, and it as a small business owner, and that's important too, right? It's important to understand. <laughs> Your customers' pain points, and if they're dissatisfied, a hundred percent. But it's also important to, especially for small businesses and restaurants, and especially during a time like now, to share the good stuff and let people know. Like, and and to not need anything for it, right? To not need to be incentivized with a ten dollar gift card or five dollars off your next meal for leaving a good review. You just do it because you are so satisfied with your service and your experience. And I've had customers all the time, like, where can I leave a review for you? Where can we give feedback? Um, And so you also want to give your customers, you want to tell them how to do it. And you can say, oh, you can leave a review on Facebook or you can send me a testimonial and I can post it on my website. Or, you know, um, I've worked with nonprofits before who wanted video testimonials from some of the clients they worked with. To speak about it. So really, so those that's eight steps to understanding your customer journey. So the first thing you need to ask yourself is what's the end goal? The second is where do your customers start? The third, what do you want? So basically, you just ask, what do you want them to do next? Um, So I can walk you through my customer journey a little bit. And actually, I have a, another one too. So I have a client's customer journey pulled up and hers starts on social media. And from there, so she, she does a good job of posting a mixture of personal information on social media, educational information on social media, and then like engagement. So she'll do some interviews or some um ig lives and then from there she's pointing everyone to the website because she offers a few different services and she's one of my clients who had an in-person business that was able to very quickly and efficiently pivot to an online component of her business during the pandemic Um, so she's always directing people to her website that's the next step she doesn't have a podcast. She doesn't have a regular show or anything like that. It's just social media, Instagram, Facebook. She's been playing around with Pinterest and YouTube. And then from there to the website. On the website then, her goal is to get people to sign up for her email list so they can receive free content. So she's over delivering value on her email list. And then as a result of signing up, they're now a part of her monthly newsletter. Will they learn about her service offerings, the value, she you know, her knowledge and expertise in this industry, and then where they'll have access and learn more about her paid content. So in this case, um, it'd be like a top 10, kind of a top 10 list, you know, here. And so it's a, a small payment and an easy, like an easier commitment, so less, I don't want to say invasive, but kind of then like a large payment for her, her regular services. So it's kind of getting, allowing the customer to get their toe wet. And so then once they've paid for that, that small amount for the initial paid content, then they move down the line and they may do like a virtual visit or some sort of paid online consultation and that would be a little more expensive than the initial payment. And then from there they'll go down the line and ultimately it's um, a one-on-one service she provides and it's it's regular service. So then she'll go, that's where her funnel stops there. So it all just depends. And in my case, um, you guys see me on social media. Most of the time I do have a, a lot of you come to me from word of mouth you know someone that's worked with me or you know someone or have seen me shared somewhere else Um, from social media then you can listen to the podcast or watch the igtv show you know i have lots of videos delivering content and value ways to help you right now in your business and then from there the goal is for you to visit the website and on the website I hope that you either download my freebie, which is a four-week marketing action plan, or schedule a consultation, a free consultation with me. So ideally, you download the freebie, do the work, schedule a free consultation with me and discuss some of the work you've done, and then I'll you know, tell you how we can work together. And there's only two options there right now, so it's not overcomplicated um, and you have three choices. You can pick one of the two options or you can decide that the time is not right for you right now. And then from there, if you've done chosen the jumpstart service, you qualify right away after that to go straight into monthly marketing coaching. And then from there, we just keep working together as you know, and achieving your goals. And at this point I have clients that I've been working with, um, Wow, I think almost three years in some cases. So we can work together for as long as you want, or until, you know, maybe you have a specific goal in mind, or maybe you just want to get ready to launch, or whatever the case is, or maybe you're in it for the long haul. Um, So with coaching, there's no real end date. But then after that, you know, once you become a one on one client, the goal is. For me, the ultimate base of my sales funnel is that you would refer refer me or provide reviews, testimonials, feedback in some way um, and share more information about me. And so that's a goal. So that's it. You guys have eight steps for completing a customer journey. And I suggest you map this out in some way um, so you can see the flow of your customer's relationship with your business. I hope you guys found this helpful. You can learn more information at marketinguninhibited.com. You can schedule a free coffee date with me there to talk more about this and how we can work together, or you can download the free four-week marketing action plan, which will get your business going and your marketing moving for the next four weeks, at which point you'd you'd definitely be ready for a free consultation. So I look forward to hearing um, your response your reviews, what you guys thought about this podcast, feel free to leave a review anywhere you listen. And I will talk to you again soon.